What does your desk look like at work? Does it have sticky notes on the monitor? Perhaps a coffee cup sits beside your phone? Employees at the Brisbane offices of BHP have been told the only thing on their desks should be a computer and a phone. One family photo will be allowed, but other items will be thrown out by the cleaners. They've also been told not to eat at their desks or to hang jackets over chairs. What does this do to the morale of employees? Does the quest for a tidy office lead to dissatisfied staff? Michael Henderson is a corporate anthropologist and workplace culture expert. Morning, Michael. Morning, Spencer. This isn't the first time that we've heard of this sort of thing. I think it was Australia Post last time around from, from memory that, that made the headlines for a very similar ruling. What, what do these rules do? Uh, do they help or hinder productivity in a workplace? in the first place. Let me explain what I mean by that. Um, so the important thing here is to potentially under, understand the context. One of the contexts could mean that it's a very, very smart move. Uh, the second context could mean it's a disaster in the making. The first context, for example, could be, let's say it had been discovered that the amount of personal items that people were bringing to the workplace was actually turning the office into a fire hazard. So people bringing in their paper mache uh, models with uh, flammable glue, uh, blocking aisles with bags, etc. So if a fire alarm went off, they may have realised that uh, the chance of getting everybody out alive out of the fire exits was hindered, and therefore they've taken stringent measures to address this. Uh, a second measure could be that there may have been inappropriate images being placed on uh, the workplace. So uh, there may have been posters saying that the Wallabies weren't going to win the World Cup. Uh, there may have been sexist images there or racist jokes appearing. So there's a whole bunch of issues that potentially uh, have led to the clampdown. And regarding the food on the desk, I've even known in workplace cultures where uh, individuals have had food on the desk but left it there for three days, so it actually became a health issue. Um, so there was, you know, bugs and viruses sort of started to uh, rampage around the office. All right, two words for you, Michael Henderson. Baby, bathwater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the flip side. So the important thing, I think the important thing here is, and this is uh, not just this individual organisation, I think all organisations need to understand anything that they do around people in the workplace is symbolic. So let's, let's take this and have some fun with it. So if we go, so what is the symbolism of that sort of restriction being implemented on the people? There's a very good chance that people themselves can go, right, well, obviously we're not trusted. So if you can't trust me to choose appropriate the images that I'm going to have of photos for the family on my desk, if you can't trust me to eat my food sensibly at the table, it's a little patronising. It's a little like being considered almost an adolescent teenager in the workplace and uh, ma and pa corporate offers have come in and told you how to behave. Yes. it's the, Well, it's the sledgehammer approach. It's the baby with the bathwater, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I suppose what we don't know is what has led up to this, as you say, in this, in this particular case, and maybe there have been several warnings. Exactly. You, you would hope that there would have been several warnings or, or hints. If it was that, that scenario you talked about where things were lining the corridors and it was a fire hazard, you, you would hope... And we've, uh, we did ask BHP, we gave them the chance to come on, they declined that opportunity, but you would hope that, that this wasn't the first step, that they didn't go straight to, that's it, nothing, there's going to be nothing. You'd hope that there'd be a middle ground first. Absolutely, and, and I can almost guarantee you there will have been a middle ground, even if it was an informal one. So it could have been a branch manager ranting and raving about, you know, if you people don't tidy up your desks, um, I'm going to do something about it. Uh, so it wasn't necessarily formalised or documented, etc. But you can you can absolutely guarantee 
things like this don't happen just out of the blue. What about the the, the jack hanging the jackets over the chairs? You know, if if it's in a public area, that's I suppose that's understandable. And again, it does, it will come down to us finding more, finding out more about the exact circumstances here. But hanging jackets over your chairs being being ruled out as well. Where would that come from? Well, it can be individual managers that um, have the, the important thing to understand here, Spencer, is. Um, just, just so that even your listeners can understand and maybe even go and do some basic anthropology at their workplace when they get there this morning and have a look at this, which is, is actually a lot of fun. Every single culture in the world has three kind of uh, dimensions to it. And these are control. So a culture needs to be in control of the environment it's in. Now, in traditional times, that could be fencing off your huts so that you weren't attacked by wild animals in the night or uh, ensuring you had a good supply of firewood to build a fire. So that's the control element. So the jacket incident may have been somebody trying to ensure that they had a sense of discipline, professionalism, etc., within the workplace. And so put their foot down and said, look, no jackets hanging on the chairs, it's unprofessional. So they're trying to maintain control. What they don't realise is the moment you do that, it jeopardises potentially the two other areas of every culture. And those are relating, which is how do people interrelate and how important is it for people to feel good about belonging in that workplace. So I would suggest to you that the symbolism of this action has just taken that and hammered it. So there's going to be, it's a little bit like the Taliban, there's going to be a little bit of a counterculture emerge here where people are going to resent this, I would imagine, yes. and start to sneak food in. <laughs> It'll be stored in the lower desk. There'll be uh, there'll be secret family photos stored elsewhere that are then shared. Almost. So what actually happens is potentially. Let's say all this was done to in, improve productivity. What actually happens is that uh, the relating aspect of the culture wants to counter that. So it'll actually uh, play games in the absence of management's protocol to circum circumnavigate that or circumvent it. So a little bit, a little bit like. School kids, once the teachers walked out of the classroom for five minutes, all hell breaks loose. Yes. Oh, this 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 all appeals greatly to my sense of, uh, you know, that 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 sneaky desire. Yes, for a little bit of public disobedience. I I I'd love to be in that office today. Yeah, to it's still <laughs> a lot of fun. And the third area as well, yes. is culture is, is development, which is growing, developing new ideas, initiatives. It's where basically the people in the business are seeing opportunities for the business to improve. And in order for them to share that openly and make suggestions or ideas, because often they don't get paid any additional dollars or returns for this, you want your people on your side, not against you. So for people to willingly come forward and say, look, I've just had three different ideas on how we can improve the, the productivity of that project we're working on. There's a, good, there's a good potential in that particular office that they've just lost that because people will not go above and beyond the call of duty now. Uh, if they resent these actions have been taken. Take that, BHP Brisbane. Michael Henderson, good to catch up with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very interesting to see how that one plays out.